them come. This is their fate. Alright, alright. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. Let me get my burn my hands in there. I am your host, Deontay. Here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today we got a lot of topics. I'm gonna go over some stuff we missed in the past um episodes and some more new stuff. And some real bad missteps from Xbox, unfortunately. But um we're gonna talk about a lot. We're going to talk about it all, and we're going to get some opinions. But before we get started, per usual, Jalen, Josh, tell me, not just them, tell me how y'all day been going, how y'all week been, because I haven't talked to y'all at all, and Mm -hmm. um, literally don't know what y'all been up to, what games y'all been playing, and how y'all been um, living over the last week. Whoever want to go first. Take your time. Um, I think it's at once. You said what? Uh, I said not everybody at once. Not <laughs> clear the air. Clear the air. Um, yeah, so my week been good. Just uh, right now, I'm trying to figure out how, you know, how I can become uh, Marvel's new King the Conqueror. Oh my uh, God! Please need don't a, bring that uh, in. Uh, a, a new, um, a new lead actor. Oh so my I'm God! Gonna get over to Hollywood somewhat, <laughs> some way. <laughs> Oh my god, man. I made two of us. <laughs> uh, I heard y'all need a uh, a new black man to play y'all lead character. He <laughs> <laughs> got like five movies lined up in the next oh, what, three years. Yeah, I got to do, do this casting quick. You already know. Michael B. Jordan coming in and slide through with his uh, emotionless faces. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, he go, uh, he go, he taking that spot. Oh, but um, yeah. no, my my week been good. Not much going on. It's uh springtime, so we getting a some days super hot, some days super rainy. Um, but still pretty good. Been going out a lot with the family. And then as far as games, we haven't been able to like play anything together in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. A new Overwatch season. I haven't touched it at all. Um, I'm still going through my Resident Evil games. Um, what well, I think last time I said I was playing two remake. Um, mm-hmm. I finished that completely. I played it like four times. I liked it a lot. Um, playing the different campaigns and seeing the differences, and then playing it again on like the second run where they re redo the map and move items around and stuff like that. So it it was a really good game. Probably no not fatigue yet. Definitely. We ain't got no Resident Evil fatigue. Uh, Are they different enough to not feel that way? Oh, no. So far, well, yeah, going from four to two, um, they were completely different. And then, like, two felt, like, really new with all the graphics and cutscenes and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, um, And then, so two, I would definitely recommend to anybody. Um, It's a really good game. And then probably one of my favorite Resident Evil games, if not my favorite. Then I moved on to three. Um, three, I enjoyed it. Uh, three remake, but it was a big, like, letdown compared to two for like mm-hmm. a bunch of reasons. Where like the main one, like Nemesis, is supposed to be like Mister X, but he's faster and he can use weapons. But he ended up just being a lame version of Mister X because he only show up in like certain scripted like hallways. And it's like Mr. X will literally follow you, follow you around the whole 
police station, like he'll go in different rooms, he'll follow you into a room. If you do lose him, you'll hear him walking around the whole police station, like checking every room to try to find you. It's like he's constantly following you, and that that's what makes it interesting. Whereas Nemesis, you'll you know, you'll reach the next save room and then he just disappear. And then like you'll go out for a little bit and then the next scripted part, like once you reach this gas station or something like that, he'll pop out. It's like so it's predictable and it's not interesting. And then that only happens like in the beginning of the game. That's like the first twenty percent. Um mm-hmm. and then the rest of the game is all just like scripted chase sequences. Like you run across the bridge and he's chasing you, but you can't fight him, you can't shoot back or stuff like that. So it felt more like a Tomb Raider thing than I would say like a survival horror. Um but I mean I enjoyed it still. The combat is better than two. Like you got a dodge move and you can like when you dodge it'll slow down time. You can get a headshot on a zombie. All the weapons like are feel better. You got a really good like shotgun and grenade launchers and stuff like that. So it's it was fun to play, but Nemesis kinda sucks compared to Mr. X. So overall the game feels like a letdown. And then the main thing is that it has no content. Like the game is six hours. It doesn't have a second campaign or like a second character. There's no unlocks or challenge mode or nothing like that. Like you just play the game again on a harder difficulty. And some stuff might be slightly different, but there's no like extra ending or cutscenes or nothing new. So it's basically the same thing. It's because they wasted all their time making that multiplayer game that nobody plays. So <laughs> if if it comes down to the better product, like if you only got twenty dollars to spend, you got to pick the twenty two. Resident Evil 2 is the way better pick uh, because overall the game is designed better and has more content. 3 mm. is still fun. If you enjoy 2, it's a little bit of extra, you know, get more of the story and stuff like that. But it's... I would, I would still give it a 7, but it's it's a huge step down from 2. And so at least 4 is out now and people saying 4 is even better than 2. So I I was already looking forward to it, but now I can see like they they had a little stumble, but then they reached greatness again. So yeah, that's good at least. Um, I'm gonna play that next. I haven't uh, started it yet, but that's next on my list. Okay, so you you um, the, the Resident Evil Four um, journey still continues, I suppose. Now, um, or the Resident Evil in general, because that, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, what about you, Jalen? What you been up to? What you been doing? What you been playing? Uh, yeah, so I was trying to been trying to get things situated um, as of today because my birthday coming up. So I might have been a little discombobulated because I'm about to. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to figure out something to do with my birthday. I'm turning 29. They don't want to turn 29. I need to have some type of like chronostasis, but. I don't think it's any way possible to do that. So I just need to embrace that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. It's nothing I you do. can do, buddy. You're, you're, you're going to be 30 at some point. And, uh, um, it's too late to try to slow down. You already, yeah. what? Got to get, got your own insurance, uh, <laughs> paying taxes, paying your own bills. Yep. Hey, RP, here I come. Hey, RP. No, but, uh, my friends convinced me to do something for my birthday or something, so 
Oh, uh, we got a we got a section at the club, so we finna be outside. Uh, <laughs> uh, think I'm a fuck? Nah, just, uh, nah, how much that uh, section cost you, Gene? That's the real talk question. about that. You only live one. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, the yo and hey. the ho. That man. See, uh, I told you, I told you, he be getting to that money over there. He don't want nobody, no. He on the low, low. Ladies, man, hit broke, him up, lady. <laughs> broke boy. Just that Drake sound, broke boy. Nah, nah, broke nah, boy. nah, nah, nah. Ladies, hit him up. He's singling, mingling. Anybody, sections. Say, uh, coming to a section near you. <laughs> <laughs> Party, party. Yeah, but, stop uh, playing, uh, man. Now nah, my friends are coming up from Kalamazoo and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I got some friends here that just like, yeah, bro, do something. They, we finna put in, so it's gonna be up. I'm finna be broke boys. <laughs> uh, nah, but uh, dude, um, I ain't, I ain't really been doing nothing like playing nothing. Y'all gonna y'all gonna get mad at me, but I mean I've been having white noise watching Dragon Ball Z, like I told y'all. Um, and I've been. I, I've been playing a little bit of stuff on my Steam Deck, but I'm trying to. I've been wanting to play uh, or finish playing Chrono Trigger, but um, I'm having issues with my Steam Deck, like Technical trying to play it on there. So. Yeah, basically. Um, but <laughs> hey, you funny, but um, yeah, what? So I, I mean, I, I, I thought that's that. what you said. That's why I was saying it. I know. Uh, I, I, I thought, yeah, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but no, that, that's that's really about it. I ain't really been playing nothing on my uh, PlayStation or anything like that. I bought this Lego set. Um, I'm probably gonna start trying to put that together next week. Um, but other than that, I ain't been that? doing much. You said how much was the Lego set? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, 3,000. Yeah, 3,000. Yeah. Look, nah, I'll, I'll just, I'll, you already Tell told us. Number, nah, I was He's just saying, I said, I said, I was going to reinstate the same thing. I said, yeah, <laughs> man. So I talk about, I bought Lego, I said, I don't know, broke boy, the man, you know what I'm saying? That's leisure money. Broke boy. <laughs> he said, let me buy a Lego, I said, see what, spend, spend a little time on myself. Yeah, right. Man. Yeah, man, it's, yeah. He ain't broke, bro. Broke boy. <laughs> but it's it's it was, it's like twenty three hundred pieces on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we that's a lot. You know, that is a lot, bro. That, the next he year, be, that boy over there, he finna be. He be. Like I said he can do that because he don't live with nobody. He just set that mug up and keep working on it. Uh, that so yeah, so it's, it's smooth. But but that's pretty much it, though. I mean, I was trying to play stanking ring and stuff like that, but you know. Yeah, um, yeah, that goes. I mean, we un- I understand. Um, well, um, I've been just playing. I mean, I ain't been playing nothing much. I've been trying to. Um, I actually got put in a chokehold by uh, Vampire Survivors. I was playing that for a while. Mm. I put like I looked uh, up. I didn't put nine hours in that thing. I said nine hours. The heck was I doing? <laughs> but yeah. I, um, but uh, yeah, I've been playing that on the Steam Deck, just chilling when I'm watching TV or talking to Karina or whatever, whatever the case may be. I throw that mm-hmm. on and run, run a few, run a, run a match or whatever. Or um, I've been avoiding that game. Yeah, saying it's addictive. <laughs> it is addictive because I'll be up and I'm more like, shoot, I gotta, I gotta get back to it. I gotta get back to work. How you sitting? 
<laughs> that ain't work, G. But yeah, man, yeah. I gotta get back to work. I gotta get back to work. Like that is not literally not true. You're not paid to play that game. I'll be sitting out there as soon as I get off. I'll be like, yep, throw this on real quick. But yeah, um, so that had me in a chokehold, and that, and I just started playing that two days ago. So, uh, and then what? What else was I playing? Wait, nine hours in two days? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's Man, easy, what? though, because you sit there and you play it while you're doing something else. So you don't even be paying attention to the time. And then you like yeah. when you start getting better, it's like 30 minute runs because you can last the entire time limit. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, it just started to become like you play like three 30 minutes and it's an hour. And then you just like, oh, shoot. But then you sitting there yeah, playing. It's a game it that more. you can kind of play passively, right? Yeah, you can play it. You can play it. You can play it pretty much passively, especially once you get all Mm -hmm. your all your upgrades. You don't really got to worry about stuff. But I mean, it it do have some type of um, complexity to it. But most of it is just figuring out the right um, upgrades and making sure your person ain't just running into all the enemies. You're just trying to make sure you moving a little bit. But honestly, you could definitely chill listen to something like a podcast or something like that while you play it. Um, but yeah, any who's, um, but yeah, I've been playing that. Then I went back to horizon forbidden West. I'm actually trying to get some horizon of the unlockable. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that because uh, they got the <laughs> DLC coming out. I've been trying to be prepared for that. And, um, but yeah, I've been playing a few things, not that much, but a few things. I still ain't quite started Midnight Suns. I bought Stranger's Paradise again, um, for $10. And then I just bought Far Cry 6 back for a dollar and 13 cents. Um, so, you know, I'm just collecting games that I was going to play. I sold, so I got, and then bought them back at cheap prices. It's flash sales. Don't worry, y'all. You don't beat um, all these games. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to beat them all anyway. I, I'm, I decided not to buy Dead Island 2. I had to come to the conclusion that I don't feel comfortable spending $70 on uh, walking, fighting simulation. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'll wait for the price Is to that- drop. They come out on the 20th. Come out Friday. So, okay. um, yeah. But I'm, I decided. Nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, next game I'm going to buy is going to probably be Zelda. Um, is it um? Is it co-op? Uh, Jalen, play it, with you. It is co-op, um, but there you go, like Jaylen. I said, you love zombie game. I, I might hit y'all up if it's thirty dollars. <laughs> I'm like, hey, y'all, man, cop this real quick so we can play it. But if not, Broke boy. Nah, stop playing, man. What you mean? <laughs> you got section money, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we um, that was all. That's pretty much all I did, and I'm straight. I mean, I, I went I went down to the city. For a little bit, um, my man T Dog, shout out to my man T Dog, <laughs> went down for his birthday. He had to take the kids with me. Nightmare of a situation, <laughs> but they they were fun. They were cold. We went to a few restaurants with them, walked around, and they had a good time at least. So uh, happy that they were able to uh, go see family, go see T Dog, Uncle T, and you know, chill. So they they, they had fun. Um, but yeah. But anywho, outside of that, let's get into these topics. It's been already 11 minutes and we ain't got into these topics. Uh, Redfall. Let's start there. <sighs> Xbox, 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 Xbox. <laughs> 
what is going on over there? Didn't we take that that seven billion for Bethesda wasn't worth it? <laughs> Didn't I say that? <laughs> I I literally said that. I said it ain't worth it because they are. Oh my god! I, I I was like when I seen the news about. Redfall being 30 FPS, I said, Jesus Christ, bro, just delay it at this point. Just delay the game. Like, why are y'all still trying to force this game down our throats when you don't have the offline mode ready and you don't have the 60 FPS and the game doesn't look the greatest? It's like ugly. To to be completely <laughs> blunt, it's an ugly looking game and... And like, okay, fine. As long as the gameplay solid. But then you tell me I'm playing the FPS in 2023 at 30 FPS. <sighs> Anyways, um, Xbox. But I don't even address this to Xbox. But they is the. They obviously ain't micromanaging y'all. They obviously ain't holding y'all accountable for y'all action because y'all did that same crap. That y'all did with Ghostwire Tokyo on the PlayStation 5. Y'all did that junk to the Xbox. And it worked, it runs worse on the Xbox. So there's plenty of things that's coming out y'all camp. I understand Tango Gameworks did Hi-Fi Rush, which is great. But there's plenty of blemishes already starting off. I feel like Starfield gonna be at 30 FPS. Like, this is... Yeah, that game is not... Oh my god, bro. All the telltale signs of garbage coming out of this camp is ridiculous. And I always felt like Bethesda was way overpriced for that seven bill. And only one that was really good was Doom. And I'm just like, that seven bill ain't worth Doom. Bethesda got Elder Scrolls. But what if that doesn't work out? Like, mm-hmm. sheesh. I just, I, I mean... I feel bad for Big Philly, but he also did it to himself. He out there, he out there, um, he out there supporting healthy and uh, work environments. <laughs> you know, Sonny got the sweatshop. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. But I don't know. Whatever the heck is going on over there, it feel like everybody doesn't really respect a uh, respect the 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 boss because um, they just doing whatever they want to do over there. And I feel like I ain't no way. Ain't no way, V. Ain't no way 30 FPS gonna ship on a console exclusive game for me. Like, ain't no way. So, um, yeah. Redfall, if y'all don't know, sorry if I'm just speaking in layman terms. Redfall um, is a new IP from out of the Bethesda camp and it's Arcane Studios. Arcane Studios is a well-known entity and they have made great games. This game itself is a an online multiplayer game and it is co-op based and it is a shooter not normal for arcane studios this first person shooter is launching on the xbox because it's exclusive to the xbox console at 30 fps with a 60 frames per second mode to come at a later date they did not disclose the later date but the damage control started and there was really nothing to help their case essentially it seems as if the game is just unfinished and they're deciding to push it out anyway that tells me that you yourself don't care about your game and it tells me that you yourself was okay with shipping a unfinished product that does not make me want to play your game i get it that you guys are 
putting it on Game Pass, and I guess that is a demotivator. I don't know, whatever the case may be. It just seems as if most things that are kind of um, in this space right now of hitting Game Pass, it seems like they just don't care about the how mediocre it is. Um, I remember when the medium hit, and it, it just wasn't the greatest of gameplay, nor technically sound. And then there's just been a lot of cases of games that were supposed to be exclusive that just felt like missteps. So, um, yeah, I mean... What are y'all thoughts on 30 FPS shooters in 2023? Um, honestly, I know that people try to make it seem like 30 FPS is not a big deal. Like we play God of War on PS4, 30 FPS and stuff like that. And that's true, but it is, I think, always better for it mm-hmm. to be 60. And at this point, when it's not that it's not technically. So I'll say maybe it's not easy for every game. But mm-hmm. the consoles, the PCs, and the like, all the different APIs from NVIDIA and stuff like that, they mm-hmm. make it possible. So it's not impossible for these games to reach 60 if y'all actually make the effort to do it. So for me, I, I take a look at it as it's a less interesting product because mm-hmm. even though people's, you know, this is its own game, it is competing with other stuff. So if there's any other multiplayer game that runs at 60 that is interesting around the same time, that is your competition. I don't, you know, I don't know what they're doing in the world. Like you said, the game doesn't look as complex or whatever, but this 30 FPS just seems like it's a rushed or lazy attempt in which I don't want to say, you know, they're lazy, but it's not ready when you have the 60 fps mode planned but it's going to take six months to get it out you're selling me a worse product day one i would rather play it six months down the line once the game is feature complete um so that i mean that's my opinion on it uh this game it seems interesting enough i would play it it's on game pass so I, i can check it out still but like if you want me to be excited for the game like yeah this is not gonna gonna do it and it already has a lot going against it in the sense where you know this is a co-op shooter game like four-player co-op shooter and i think people like those games but it's like you have to have all your ducks lined up in a row day one and if you don't you're gonna miss your chance and nobody's gonna be checking on this game in six months Heck, you know the game art gameplay already looks scratchy. When they when they and it, it's just so much p- bad PR with this game now. It's like when they did that whole IGN clip of them fighting the boss, the Rook, or the Rock, um, and and literally did a disservice because the guy just kept running away, made the fight seem super uninteresting, and the gameplay sucked while he was looking at it. And they put that out as mm-hmm. if it was supposed to be a sneak peek of games to, of the game to come, and it just seemed like it was boring. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we were talking about how the online thing, where, where the game has to always be online, and then next came out is that when you instance and to your teammates or your friends' world, you don't progress your own. So if they stop oh. playing, you literally would have to go back and play the whole game again. 
Like, all of that is just bad news for this game. There's nothing about this that says this is good. So, like, it's, it's, it's downgrading in the multiplayer experience. It's implementing right things and rules and stuff like that that causes it to, you know, cause, cause this whole online-only situation. And then they can't even hit 30. I mean, not even can't even hit 60. <laughs> And it's not like a in like a very I mean who knows it might even world. hit thirty. Gotham Knights was saying it needed to be thirty FPS because of the open world, and then it wasn't even thirty. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, I mean, I know that I'm I haven't played a thirty FPS game uh, shooter in a very long time, and when we did, it was Destiny, and it sucked. And I really, literally. Was super excited just to get an Xbox Series X just so I can play Destiny at 60 FPS because it was so much better. And mm-hmm. I just don't see myself enjoying a 30 FPS shooter in 2023. And for that to be how you introduce the game to the world kind of sucks. Now, if you're just trying to help us envision your story and it's really captivating, then that's a different story. I just don't see that happening. Honestly, I, I don't. I don't see. Arcane has the chops for it, but Deathloop's story was fine. It wasn't like groundbreaking, but it had an interesting concept. But mm-hmm. um, I just don't see them doing that with Redfall. Now, I, I am interested in zombie—not uh, zombies, but vampires and all that crap. But not to the degree of where I think they can hold a story well. It's just like I don't know. I think I've seen it too much. So. Um, I really feel bad for, you know, I don't even know who I feel bad for because it's not, uh, it's not, it's not them. It's the probably the gamers that were interested in this, in this game because it is going to get like the most poor reception, most poor coverage because of all of yeah. this bad information that nobody's going to really talk about the game. So if and you want to like really understand game... it, yeah, go ahead. I feel like this game and a lot of games that are going to be coming out for Xbox are being in a similar situation where I feel like they get overhyped and too much attention because this is all that Xbox has to offer. Like, I'm pretty sure this is when Hi-Fi Rush came out in January, this is going to come out here. And Starfield is not coming out this year, so don't even think about that. But it's like, this is one of their only games coming out this year. Everybody's waiting for it. It's going to get a lot of attention. And I don't think that this was ever going to be the a huge game. Because like even from the gameplay and the previews and all that, like it seems okay. Like it, it can find its audience, people will play it, and it might be, you know, stick around for a while. But <clears throat> this is not the same level of a launch as like Spider-Man or even Horizon. Where it's like, this is the game that people are going to be talking about all year. Like it never had that chance and all this other stuff is making it it's um chances of success even lower yeah yeah i i think that again if microsoft is able to come out consistently with like we got one or two games every year that are triple a i mean i guess they will call it quadruple a now with stuff like god of war but like quadruple a game where it's like this is the best we can do and we are directly competing with Sony and what they put out. 
if they had those games, these other games like Redfall can still exist and people would like them, but they don't have those best games and the games you got are got a bunch of blemishes and it makes it look even worse. Yep. Um your fan is um I don't know, your fan is like really loud. So um but I agree. I think that they have had uh I think they I think they I I feel like they're not really getting uh you know scrutinized cuz the same thing with Ghostwire Tokyo, you know. Um mm-hmm. I just feel like they're not being as scrutinized and not they're not really actually being held accountable for things because it seemed like that was a a, a shoot like a phone in situation as well. Understandably it's on Game Pass, but I feel like they're just like lacking they don't want to add the additional resources to make the game look and work run well because it's, it's just on game pass. So they're not getting any money from it. I don't know, whatever the case may be, it just feels so afterthought ish, like a lot of this stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I just, I I don't know. I feel like, um, there's a certain standard over on Sony and even with third parties that they're meeting and uh, just not a standard on Xbox. Just feel like there's a lot of missteps here. Um, just yeah. like the whole thing with Resident like, Evil Four it was so weird to me, like the the input lag and all that stuff. So I ended up buying on the PS Five because I'm like, am I have to keep buying PS Five games simply because you guys aren't really doing a quality control on this end? Like, what mm-hmm. is happening over here that's causing you guys to not to fail in a lot of different ways? So it's just like so much bad press right now with the Xbox, even with the storage on a PS Five being so much cheaper. I can go get two terabytes for one nineteen. I can barely get one terabyte for that same price. It's like 140, 129. So it's just like all of this extra stuff now is starting to hurt the brand. And I really wish they would, you know, strike the ship. And they don't, they definitely don't need to be doing 30 FPS games, exclusive games at that. Um, And it's just, just, you know, it's mind boggling a little bit. I just feel like they are, they are so close to um making a one great game and really putting themselves in a in that space and uh, with all of these blemishes and missteps and i don't know inconsistencies it, ca- it starts to feel as if there isn't really a sound vision or at least there isn't a lot of quality control happening um on their end to kind of make these games work and be compatible now um i mean there's always the opportunity for another you know uh, mid-generation upgrades to occur, um, which there's even rumors about, but that doesn't help the situation. All it does is kind of yeah, put a band-aid like on it. Yeah, it's the consoles. Yeah. It really just seems like there's a lot of quality control issues at this point that, um, that they need to worry, work through. And um, especially if it's going to be coming from your first party, I would never expect my uh sony to put out anything like this in this type of state where it's like so many unfinished portions because they just don't do it um and it's and i understand they did it with last of us and they never received the, the online mode for last of us part two um but i mean there like i said there there's missteps on both ends but i feel like just sony's has different types of missteps it's just not the same so um but yeah I mean, that's, I, I don't want to beat it 
uh, too badly because I know that pause. I don't, I don't want to beat that dead horse too badly because I don't, I know that it's everybody knows that this is not a acceptable, but, um, I did get some interesting information comments about how when did 60 FPS become standard? And I felt like, I don't know, that comment kind of, I sat with that comment. I was like, I'm not really it sure what you it's mean. A it's a standard that they offer an option of 30 FPS quality mode and 60 FPS performance mode like they've been doing since the PS4 Pro came out six years ago. So it's like, that's your answer. Like, the reason they built those refreshes in the console generation is to make that an option. And so it is an option. And more specifically, Redfall is an Unreal Engine game. And it's like, they have the stuff built into the Unreal Engine to make that possible. Even if it doesn't run at a consistent 60, it's like, bump it down to 1080p and put it to 60. Like, you can make that an option at launch. And then you want to improve it over time? Sure. But it's like, what is the problem that's keeping y'all from being able to reach 60 in your multiplayer game? And it's like, at yeah. least as a consumer who's paying for the game, you can... Ex- expect a bare minimum <laughs> yeah bare minimum and that is the bare minimum so um i agree i was kind of what it kind of racked my head around it is that their 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 explanation of why our an opinion on 60 fps being common or to be uh, to be common or to be stated as fact that it is supposed to be there. Um, where did that come from? And I was like, I guess norm- normality. I mean, nobody's. I don't know the way he the way he he phrased it made it seem as if it was um, like a, a different. A, a, it was coming from a different lens, but in true reality, is it's the same. Is that our reality is shaped around our the 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 things that we see are common I, I guess what he was trying to get at was that it's not common i was like that's just not true either so i don't I mean, know what he was sure i mean i i'm pretty sure there have been some developers on twitter who have long threads was like oh we have the data that like 60% of people play the game at 30 fps or something like that and it's like yeah maybe that is true but it's still it's like at this point this is this is like the second generation in a row where like letting console players customize their play experience as far as frame rate and resolution this is the second generation that that, that has been common so yeah don't act like this is a weird thing that we are the one percent asking for you know quality i mean people aren't, aren't even asking for 120 fps mode as for a 60 fps mode but it's like these consoles can play 120 and it's like these games are not even getting close to that so yeah at bare minimum let's do 30 and 60 and the games that can push it even further beyond those will be the one percent experiences <laughs> yeah i really want to see what redfall is doing to make this game so intense because or in like graphically intense or even you know cpu intense because i don't right now i don't see it um so 
whatever that case may be, we we need to really find that out. And um, even if they did figure something out, like I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West, where I can literally take off into the sky on a bird and it does not drop a frame. So I just and that game is way better looking. So I just I just don't know. Um, it, it just it just seems very confusing. I understand that they're totally different engines, um, but. At the same time, if they can figure something out, Unreal, Unreal has been around for a very long time. You can figure something out. So um, we will see on that. Um, but let's move on. Anything you want to add to Redfall? I know, I know that was a day one cop for you, Jalen. So I know you're a little disappointed. I can't buy a broke boy. And it's a game. Nah, I, really about. Nah, I mean... I just I just agree with y'all statements about like the the sixty frames and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I, I don't play a lot of stuff. We played but Bloodborne at twenty four and it was it was fun, but you know, I, they should have offered a better product at that time, and that wouldn't know, be acceptable now. You know, <laughs> Jalen has joined the sixty F. He he was like he came over he came to my house and fixed the uh, Overwatch. He said, "Man, what's going on? Why y'all why y'all why y'all menu look so scratchy?" I'm like, "What you mean?" He said. <laughs> It's you know it's not flowing like it normal. <laughs> I said, hold up, not you, Mister. Now you, now you pick some people. He, he used to, he used to that on the care. He said, you know, I, I'm just trying to play the game. Now he over there. Man, what's going on over here? My <laughs> friend, but that latency ain't matching. He, he over there analyzing it. They say he over there me. He over there with the sharing gun. <laughs> Yeah, like, something right, bro. I don't know if this is refresh rate the time. Like, with some, some may add up, bro, because your screen don't look like mine, and I'm playing on a, a lesser TV than yours. So I'm like, what's really going on? But, uh, and then even my Steam Deck was, you know what I'm saying, playing Overwatch at 60 frames or whatever. So it's just like, um, I think when I first got adapted to it, it was like, I think it's around the time we was playing Apex a little bit, and then I tried to hop back to Destiny or something like that. I'm like, man, why this game moving so scratchy? I'm like, is something going on? And, you know, after that point, I just kind of like I got adjusted to the sixty frames, and then to add on to like the the standard switching, um, as I've been like emulating or you know looking at PS2 games and older games and stuff like that, I'm looking at these PS2 games. They're running at like sixty frames. Obviously, it's older, you know, technology, all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But it started making me wonder, like, when did we move to this like thirty frames Xbox or whatever for some of these games? Yeah, and I just I just thought that was like a, a odd phenomenon because it's like we pushed it sixty frames. Now we're talking one twenty, but the PS two was like running games sixty frames or whatever. And um, at some point in time, my eyes got adjusted to seeing thirty frames and stuff. So when I started seeing sixty frames on some of the Call of Duty games, I thought the game was moving a little too like smooth or too slippery, I guess. And I just thought that was kind of you know where did my eyes like not adjust? Maybe the older TVs that we was playing on kind of help. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, make it less of a difference, but mm-hmm. yeah, I just I just thought all that was interesting that we even going back to like the 60 frame stuff or whatever. So um, I feel like it should be a standard because I can't imagine playing a game without it. I mean, some games okay, like Final Fantasy and stuff like that, but for the most or, part, like you know, we gonna play Zelda at well, most people don't play Zelda at 30, and it, it's enjoyable, but it's like you can expect more for these five six hundred dollar consoles um like you should know what the machine is capable of and expect them to like address that in some way yep 
Agreed. Like, um, it's, it's, it is, it is baffling. So hopefully they, they, they $7 billion investment actually turns itself around because right now, if all we got out of that was high fire rush, it is not looking good. Um, yeah. but moving on, it was something I wanted to mention and I don't even remember it now. It was on the Xbox. We was talking about, uh, but it doesn't matter at this point. Let's move on to Horizon Forbidden West DLC. So uh, the DLC is coming out tonight in like an hour because we, we, we're recording this at 11 o'clock at night. Um, yeah, let's talk about mm-hmm. how Elden Ring just poo-pooed all over this it, game it, and made yeah. it. It made it irrelevant. Uh, it's a good game, um, but it's just it became super irrelevant. Um, I hopefully Burning Shores can help it rejuvenate some 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 buzz, but overall, this game literally became like. Did you ever play it, Jalen? Like, did you skip this game over mostly? Right. Yeah, I, I never, I never cop uh, for Venom West. So, yeah, um, I don't know. What it's like it was like a perfect storm, I guess. Um and it happened yeah, last every year time. just wasn't good for it. Well yeah. yeah, they you know, it's a it's a big IP and it sells well, but also it needs to pick its own time of the year to come out. Like it came out the first game came out the same time as Zelda and Zelda overshadowed it and this year or last year Elder Ring overshadowed it. It's like Horizon does need its own place to not be overshadowed by a bigger IP. Mm-hmm. And then also didn't help that God of War Ragnarok came out the same year. So it's like at the end of the year, nobody remembered Horizon. <laughs> now, do y'all think it's Horizon's a good game? Like, or do, how, did you play it, Josh? I didn't play the second one. I played the first one. Uh, do you I think, think it was it, a good game? The first one? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was good. I. It, it wasn't my favorite game, but I thought it was good. But I definitely would say Zelda was better. And I think mm-hmm. that um, same... Well, I haven't played two, but from what I've seen, I I would personally pick Elder Ring as the game I would enjoy more. Uh, but I think that, again, if it doesn't have to compete directly with another high-profile game, like this game came out in September, Elder Ring came out in April... People would feel a lot better about Horizon because it was the only game out that they really enjoyed at that time. Um, right. Like, timing is everything because, like, the worst thing ever to happen to Titanfall was what it came out uh, two weeks before Battlefield and three weeks and like a month before Call of Duty. And it's like nobody's going to play your game with the other two bigger IPs at the same time. Right. Even if your game is technically the better game, <laughs> did you like um... that year? Oh, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that year, I, I think I forget which Battlefield, but Battlefield I think was okay, but the Call of Duty sucked, and it's like Titanfall probably could have uh, carved out its own space without with the competition not being there, but it just came out too close. Yeah, agreed. Titanfall was set up for failure, but we all know that, and that's a. That's I never forgive um, EA for that. But um, what about you, Jalen? Did you like Horizon enough to have just interest in Horizon Forbidden West, or did you feel like 
did you feel like Horizon Forbidden West was going to probably give you more of the same? And were you not okay with that? Uh, so, I mean, I, I like Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was cool. I liked it, the, like, you know what I'm saying, like the environment and all that type of stuff with the game and what they did with it. Um, it is a third person shooter type game where you like you hide behind stuff, right? Like, yeah, um, technically, you mean you got yeah, like, you got covered. Um, you kind of you 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 hide, but you don't. It's a lot of action packed. Uncharted. Yeah, it's not Uncharted. No, I would not say I, that their gameplay is less similar to Uncharted in any way. No, you don't think it's somewhere in nowhere. No. I don't think that I think is similar is that it's a third person camera view. Okay. Um, I probably got a little bit more jaded like view with those. If, if jaded the word, I just feel like um they came out with a a fair amount of games that's similar. Like mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. gonna say that the game is actually like similar to Uncharted, but I feel like it has similarities. It has some of the same like DNA, like climbing and stuff like that. But yeah. And I just felt like, with that being said, and um, when when Uncharted first came out, I thought it was interesting, like this formula, how they play the game and stuff like that. Then I started playing more Uncharted, and I started playing The Last of Us, and then just the game started seeming kind of a little similar to each other. I played other games that did the same thing. So I just say all that to say, like, I thought Horizon was cool. I think I think the whole concept, the world and everything is cool, but I don't feel like the game did enough different I mean, I think it did enough different. I just don't feel like the gameplay was as immersive as I would have wanted it to be. Um, I feel like I get something similar. I'm not going to say Forbidden West could have been a DLC expansion, but when I thought about getting Forbidden West, I felt like it would be potentially like a DLC expansion of the original game. That makes sense. Um, granted, it's obviously it's his own entity and you know game and stuff like that, but that was the vibe I was getting. Um, and that's why I just was like, you know, I kind of don't have to get this game. So I don't know if that kind of makes sense. No, it makes sense because that is the sentiment that most probably had that is forgettable and that is you could probably skip it. And that's why people skipped it. Um, it's because of the effect of Uncharted's secondary games. Like if the story isn't right, great and it wasn't compelling, then more than likely you didn't care. Because it's all the same gameplay, um, mm-hmm. but the gameplay in Horizon was more interesting to me than the story. So I liked fighting the 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 mont I like or the the robots and um, dismantling them and using all my arsenal to kind of take them on on the hardest difficulties and stuff like that. Because I thought it was just fun. It felt like a way more interesting Monster Hunter because you would go through, check for components, knock stuff off their bodies to try to get certain things and upgrades, and it felt good to hunt them and kill them and stuff like that. So it just felt good, that loop. Um, and it was the same old, same old for that on, my, on the second end. Now, was the game was the game more drastic and more... Not drastic, but more uh, expanded and... and um, expansive i guess it's the same thing expanded and expansive but it was more expansive in, in that way where the world was bigger the the cutscenes that was better the the storytelling was better the the action-driven moments were better so it, a lot of stuff was elevated but it was elevated based off that same previous formula so a lot of people just felt as if it was a skippable game um 
I guess I'm here to kind of shoot it some bail. Honestly, I think it's probably one of the better open world games that I've played um, for sure in the last two, three, four years. Um, it definitely is worth it when it comes to gameplay. Um, Aloy herself is difficult to really become captivated within. She's not that great of of a emotion driven character. Like her hero arc is already finished. She just is a hero. And if she's not entertaining as a hero, you kind of have to embody the moments as if you're yourself and seeing through Aloy. Um, I'm not saying she's like not a compelling character, but she's just not a great character either. She has her mm-hmm. moments, but that is about it. And I think that kind of hindered it too, especially with the amount of people online that just cannot take a female led character. Um, but overall, I think that kind of hurt it the most is that she is the main character. Um, because outside of that, the game is fantastic. Graphically, sound wise, you know, music, the, the, the everything, like everything else really works well. And I think the story even works decent enough. Um, it's just the fact that the, it's just, it's just like, I think that and on top of stuff feeling the samey, it, it kind of causes this, this game to fall into that bucket of skippable. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I want to pull it out of that because I don't think the game is skippable. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It's just there's a certain particular things about it that may turn people off. But th- what, what is that not with any game? Like, honestly, I didn't care two craps about Zelda's story, but it was perfect in my eyes. And I think that 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 same lens should be put on Horizon because they did so much right that this, the things that they didn't is is not worth talking about. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's an unfortunate space to be in, but Burning Shores is coming out today and I expect it to have another great moments. Like Frozen Wilds was one of my favorite DLCs back on the PS4. Um, and I played that through and I thought that was a fun one. Uh, so I think that this was going to do the same for me and it's going to, it's already got me back into the game and I'm going around trying to find, um, better pouches and upgrades and all that stuff because it's at, at that point, I want to be ready for when it drops. But just getting myself reacclimated with all the weapons and all the stuff. And it kind of did refresh my memory that this game is pretty good. And it has a lot of depth. And it, you have a lot to play around in in the sandbox. So um, I don't want I wanted to give it a little shout out. Let it know that you got some DLC coming. It's only $20, which is great. Um, and I'm pretty sure you can find that game now for less than 30 if you really tried hard. So. Y'all hear that boy uh, promoting PlayStation games, man? He done took a new stance. Y'all hear? Y'all heard it first. Man, he the he the PlayStation uh, Ryan McCaffrey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right, man. That boy boosting PlayStation. No, it, come around. It makes sense. Like, uh, like I was saying, after I played Horizon, I enjoyed it, but I, it felt weird, especially since I played it like after everybody else played it, where it's like I can see what was good about it, but also with open world games, they kind of need. Not a gimmick, but they need a hook to where it's like, what makes your world unique? And for Horizon, it was the the monsters and the robots and stuff like that. And so 
I didn't feel like that was enough to draw me into the open world to want to do all the quests. I just wanted to do the main story, and so that's all I did. So it's like, mm-hmm. um, with that impression, pe- a lot of people can feel like they, like you said, it's, it's skippable. But um, yeah, I did. You know, the the gameplay from what I seen of it does seem better than the original. So they're probably a better draw. If I had a PS5, I would check it out, but I don't. So I'll play that game in three years. <laughs> yeah. Why Let's talk. You? Oh, go ahead. I. I was just gonna say real quick, like like I reiterated before or reiterated, like I liked Horizon. I thought personally, I thought it was a little bit more interesting than Uncharted. I think Uncharted's story is a little bit better and Drake was a more likable character and stuff like that. Um, but I I, I liked it, the little gimmicks, it kind of felt a little RPG ish or whatever with the um on how you take on enemies, like knowing their weaknesses, their resistance, you know, so all that craft and stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was compelling to play the game more so you know than the story and stuff because I, I really enjoyed the gameplay of it um it's just obviously you can speak more on it and it might have a little bit more dynamics and different elements and things like that they might incorporate into the next one but it's mm-hmm. still like how much time you know my time limit and stuff like that so do i want to in- spend time like you know under not not necessarily understanding the system but you know just going through this gameplay and is it gonna feel like i'm really getting something out of it and then it's been you know like x amount of dollars just all those sorts of things is coming in a factor like i think that i, I want to say the game is completely forgettable for my end like i would play it but obviously it's this aspect of time and you know how do i want to utilize my time is this something that i really really want to play so um, you know i'm just yeah. trying to get a game a little kudos so and honestly you know we got we got dragon ball z kakarot and one piece odyssey to play <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, we, we, we spent our favorite main character. I'm, we did. I'm we did. Them, them seven out of ten games, time. you know, they keep you occupied. So, no, nah, right. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, but nah, I'm just we ain't playing. trying to see Luffy go on adventure again. I've I seen him go on adventure 50 times. What's Same storyline, but it's still hit hard, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like I said, truth be told, we got other stuff to do. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, it's a shame, but hopefully, um, hopefully they get their their just due at some point because I think they do work they do work a lot harder than most to kind of make their game spectacular, and they did a lot to it to make it fun and enjoyable and replayable. So um, it, it is it is worth it in my eyes. But let's talk about another PlayStation game. Um, it might be a little, it might be a little hot take, but. Um, I watched 30 minutes of Final Fantasy 16 and it did absolutely nothing for me. <laughs> I said, what is this? I was like, um, I don't know why I thought it was going to be something different. I thought, I said, so there's literally no, no quick time. No, there's no spells. There's no, I mean, it is, but everything is in real time and, I said, what is this? I don't want to play it. I, I honestly was like, if I want to play an action game, there are better ones out there now. Why would I play this one? I was like, why not just play Bayonetta? So when I was watching it and I was like, yes, they probably going to have like the most bombastic um, soundtrack 
probably some of the best scenes and like visuals, but that is not what I want from Final Fantasy. It's just not. Um, so hot take, hot take right now is that Final Fantasy 16 is not going to do well in the eyes of the people. That's my take. Um, I'm not saying that people can adapt and enjoy art like action games, but nobody plays Final Fantasy for action like that. They play it for story and really great systems. That system has already been done, and if you're not doing it better, I really don't see the point. Um, yeah, that worries me. I ain't gonna lie. It worries me. Um, I seen a lot of spongy fights and spongy enemies, and I was just like, what? You telling me I'm supposed to play an action RPG? Action? Not, I guess it's an action RPG, and I'm supposed to play sponge fights? Like, I'm not actually doing anything that's stylistic. I'm not bouncing back and forth to keep me inter- entertained throughout. I am literally just playing Final Fantasy enemies with action set moves i just don't see it being cool <laughs> i really don't um i don't know but did you watch it josh did you watch the 30 minute video i didn't watch the whole thing but i've seen the other uh, combat breakdown and so two things one that's exactly what stranger paradise is but worse <laughs> i know and then two um i think that it's I think people who are interested in Final Fantasy would it come to ex- expect it because like, I'm pretty sure Jalen only played Final Fantasy 15 for the combat. And it's like every Final Fantasy game, we know that they have to change the combat. They have to change how the game works. They never want to reuse old stuff, so they got to reinvent the wheel every time. And so it's like now if they finally have a really good functioning combat system that's not janky, then that's great. That's what I see this game as, where it's like Final Fantasy 15, we want an action game, but we don't have the technical skill to make it Devil May Cry, so it's going to sit in this awkward place where it's it's janky, where it's trying to be Devil May Cry, but it's not as good. Whereas this game, you know, maybe Devil May Cry 5 is still the best action game, but I feel like so far what I've seen it's leaning more towards that and less towards like a stranger of paradise type where you just want to, where, you know, it's, I would say not technical, um, combat. Um, did you play devil may cry five? Yes, I did. Did you play it? Like, like when it first came out or did you play it later on? I, I played it within a year that it came out. Okay. Um, and I played all the Bayonettas and Devil May Cry 4. It's like, yeah, like so, I, I get it. Like Capcom is the best, but they literally hired the combat designer on Devil May Cry. Like he left Capcom and is working on this game. It's like, no, it's not yeah. really going to be the same combat because that's not the focus of Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry doesn't have a big focus on the story. Like it has their cutscenes, but it doesn't really matter. It's about the combat. Final Fantasy has the story to fall back on and the story is going to be 60 hours and a bunch of people to talk to and so like that's the main focus but if the combat is still fun it will keep you going throughout the story for example I don't think this combat in Ghost of Tsushima was that good 
Like, it was flashy, but it was very simple. But it was interesting enough to keep you going through the whole story where you didn't get too bored of it. Where, same thing with this game. The game is 60 hours long. The combat has to be fun enough where you don't want to skip it. And... Bro. It's still fun to fight the bosses. I saw a lot of button mashes and L2s and R2s, and I said... <sighs> I'm I'm not trying to downplay the game because I think that they're gonna do a fantastic job of mixing the two worlds. But I think it's gonna be something of, in along the lines of near Automata, where I just literally don't care about the gameplay and I don't feel like it's fat fleshed out. And maybe the story is more captivating than near, um, because everybody loved that story, but I hated it to to like I don't know to a tenth degree. I felt like it was like the waste, biggest waste of my time. But um, I know Final Fantasy is a little more straightforward. They, they are a little bit more, you know, reasonable to or try to 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 just, you know, have that action hero and kind of tell a story, a hero story. Simple enough. Right. Um, so maybe the story is captivating. But by the end of near, I was just over the combat and um it wasn't fun, and I, I don't. I just think that's what's going to happen with this game, um, because there's only so many times I can see like a super cool moment in a game before I know that the competitive. Like once I once I'm done with this moment, I have to go back to this mundane um, action style game that's not God of War. Or it's not. I don't know. It's just that's what it feel like to me, and. Um, I hope that I'm wrong because I still think I'm gonna buy Did the you game. Feel like that about seven, about seven remake. Yeah, no, because they had like the. I felt like that game had the still had the mix where you can. It was like a mix to it, um, and maybe I'm mem- remembering it wrong, but. The mix was is that you still had the actionable items and you could switch to your other characters. But this game doesn't have any of that strategy to it at all. It's literally one person. Everybody else is controlled by AI. And mm-hmm. you literally have a dog companion. And that's about it. So I was like, what can they really do to make the game seem, continue to be interesting? Um I already know there's going to be multiple time skips, so that's tough. That's already tough. Three years, three different time periods in this guy's life. And these set pieces got to be interesting enough, and the people that they introduce have to be interested enough to keep me going. So that's already tough. <laughs> like, I was just sizing it up, dog. I was at 30 minutes of just literally making me super unexcited. And I don't know. Um, like I said, it could be a hot take because I could just end up playing it and really love it. But right now, I cannot be any less excited about the game. Um, and I don't want to. I don't want to say that the stuff that they, some of the stuff that they did show, wasn't good because there seemed like there's a lot of effort in showcasing how to make the game easy for people, which means it tells me that it's going to be hard. And if it's hard, then that's going to be that type of, t- that's going to be my type of party where I'm just like, okay, but is it going to be 
spongy hard where it's just like a, a artificial difficulty or is it actually going to be compelling because only times games are compelling is when they bring introduce new things weaknesses and things like that to kind of showcase what to do but i'm like all these buttons are going to be mapped to simple things it does not feel fun to play but i could be wrong so i really hope i am wrong um it looks like like they polished the game quite a bit and i feel like that's that's all that, that matters so i try it um yeah but that I is what i get the, yeah all the enemies have a lot of health but they are using the same stagger system that they had in seven where it's like a lot of enemies in that game also had a lot of help but when you stagger them they fall down mm-hmm. and you can do more damage but basically you got to know their weakness and if they strong against fire then you never go knock them down so it seems like going into this game um knowing or at least learning somehow the enemy weakness will make it easier otherwise yeah all the enemies will be not bullet sponges, but yeah, like you said, spongy. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it for me, I wasn't expecting um, a lot. My experience with Final Fantasy is they have a you go in for the story and the combat is okay. It's there to like occupy your time. This, it, I think personally, is better than what they did with 15. So that's why I'm more excited for it. Um, but yeah. But is it better than I, what I, I was in it. seven? I... Oh, what you say, Jalen? Nah, I, I was about to. I was just adding on when you said the stagger system. I thought you was mean at thirteen when you said seven. No, I meant seven remake. As in, is that does the combat? Because I felt like from fifteen to seven was the kind of the evolving and making it better. And then, mm-hmm. well, I'm oh, sorry for fifteen to seven remake and now it's called a seven remake to fifth to 16 it feel like that is it's like a totally different thing it's not even like 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 i feel like the well, the, the the usefulness of it and like this the, the stuff that they built off of was actually in using seven remake versus yeah, this is like a I, whole new thing the reason i mentioned 15 instead of seven remake is because seven remake is still using the atb system where it's like you can swing your sword as much as you want but your, all your abilities are like you have to have um ability points like mm-hmm. hit the enemy three times and then you can use one spell or you hit the enemy eight times now you can use two spells or something like that mm-hmm. so it's like it's still a like um turn-based component to it where you can't just keep using magic whereas this game uh 15 and 16 are more action oriented where it's like you're not limited by time or anything like that if you have your fire spell mapped to you know press r1 and then square you throw a fireball as long as you got a magic you can keep doing that so it's it's more action oriented whereas seven it it's action oriented but there are limits in place to make it time based you know a little bit like the classic one um i mean all in all, they're all aiming for an action-oriented combat, and I think Seven did it really good, uh, keeping that old-style ATB system with more action combat. Whereas Fifteen and Sixteen looks like we, like you said, we want a action, a full-on action game. We want Devil May Cry. We want Dragon's Dogma. We want an action game in our fantasy story. Um, 
So comparing 15 to 16, this feels like an upgrade. But is it better than 7? Don't know. Gotta play it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it might it's not be 16 perfect. 16-hour game, so yeah. Hopefully. Um, like, I was over Tales of Arise's combat, and they kept introducing new characters. So I don't know. I just feel like um, I'm going to get annoyed. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I feel like as long as people, the hype train is continued. And um, like I said, my hot take is simply that it's not going to review well. I think a lot of people are going to give it like mid scores. Um, but the game still might be uh, compelling to the average, you know, Final Fantasy player and any action RPG player because they're going to do the mess. They're going to do the best things in this game. This is like the, this is the one for them. This is like their big bombastic Bayonetta three style and since sequences in the game. So I think it's going to be huge battlefields, huge moments, a lot of memorable moments because, and it's, it's going that soundtrack going to be busting. I'm pretty sure it's going to be something of the best music we probably listened to in a very long time. So all those components is going to make the game a seven at least. I just think it's going to be a misstep with story and it's going to be a misstep with combat. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I know that story guy is really good. So hopefully, it was what was not. that thing in uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Jalen, where you lock on to people with, uh, and shoot those, uh, you know, energy balls at them? <laughs> Shot lock. Shot lock. Yeah, sixteen got got that too. <laughs> Yep, I seen some of that. I seen some moments of that too. I seen a lot of those. Um, yeah, they said every fight gonna be unique with all of the. Um, yeah, the like. Yeah, I'm reviewing it right now. Honestly, it looked fun, but you know, like you said, there. Um, I don't think it is the May Cry, so that is gonna be a weak point. Like it has to be fun enough and flashy enough that it doesn't get old. Um, quickly we'll see yeah um so yeah i mean yeah that that that, we await and see and hopefully um they actually pull through because i i I believe in them for sure but um i'm a little nervous but um let's move on we never talked about it but it happened um e3 was canceled officially um I, what, what can I say about E3? E3 was one of the things that was like on a bucket list for mine where I just wanted to go to go and I wanted to be out there um, maybe with friends and just hang out and just go through the go through the convention and do the normal thing public to the, once it became public. Um, it seemed like once they did that, it kind of went downhill from there. But I think definitely the pandemic had a lot to do with this. Um, but E3 is officially dead. And now we all we have is, you know, center events, Nintendo events, the Treehouse Live, you know, we got <laughs> we got Xbox's moments where they kind of when they bring a car out. Um, Sony, they probably gonna have some, you know, acoustics or <laughs> somebody somebody playing a banjo somewhere. Whatever the case may be, we got a lot of different stuff happening now versus one collective space to enjoy a moment so um it's unfortunate because again i wanted to do that that was something i wanted to truly like just go do but um maybe we maybe the tokyo game show or what's the other one that's in germany 
Uh, is it Germany? Uh, well, GDC is the Game Developers Conference, but that's like a not. Is it PAX I mean, West? No, not, okay. is it PAX? No, not that. Uh, PAX, there are multiple ones, but GDC is in was. I thought it was that one, but yeah. Hmm. Anyways, there are other events, and like you said, I want to go to E3 too because that's like the the it was the central thing where everybody goes. You have mm-hmm. Ubisoft, EA, Nintendo, Sony, everybody in the same place. Uh, so that made it like a more attractive thing, especially because that's also when they would show their best stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm okay with all the other events too, but Tokyo Game Show. In my opinion, nobody ever brings their best stuff to Tokyo Game Show. Like you'll see a, a trailer for a game you already seen before, mm-hmm. or maybe there might be a couple small games. But yeah, that's the problem with all these other events is that they're all spread out. They're all over the world in different cities. The quality is going to vary between each one, and so you don't get that same central experience that you used to get from E3. They'll still right. all show their trailers during that week. But like, let's say we, you know, travel to California and we want to go to, to these events during the E3 time span. It's like, oh, well, Microsoft here, they're they're downtown. And if you want to see the Sony mm-hmm. stuff, they're over here, you know, uh, uh, Midtown or something like that. So it's it's a lot of traveling and riffraff, stuff like that. So it doesn't make a fun public uh, experience for the public. You know, if you're in the press. Where you work in games is probably a different experience, and this is probably better for them because E3 had management issues or something like that. But uh, yeah, it sucks that the the public um, event or experience is uh, no longer, in my opinion, diminished. Yeah, yeah it and is. personally, I I still like that everybody has their own stream and stuff now, but I don't like their scheduling. This, you know. Nintendo and Ubisoft, we don't do our stuff at the same time on YouTube. It's like <laughs> with E3, you didn't have this issue. <laughs> no, nah. so it, it's just a lot of that. So I mean, it's like I said, it, you're right. It's unfortunate, and I thought that it it would stand a little bit more time, um, but it, everything must come to an end, I suppose. I mean, there there's there is. Um, Jeff Neely was very opportunistic when he did this, but he tweeted, <laughs> yeah. "We still got the summer game fest or whatever. Now that this is gone, so we've been working on this." And I was like, "Okay, Jeff, get out of here, buddy. We still warning our E3." Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess that's gonna be something. Maybe, maybe it does become as big as E3, and that's something that is a little bit more you know, structured and has a, a good understanding behind it because he does the game award show and he has a lot of connections. So, um, I would, I would think if anybody could pull off together and bring back a lot of companies, it could be Jeff. Um, but we'll see. So, um, maybe, maybe that'll be the next thing is going to the summer game fest, but anywho. Suicide Squad got delayed. <laughs> Thank the Lord, uh, it got delayed because uh, it looked like ba- it looked pretty bad. Um, you're shooting purple orbs all over the place, and yeah, it just didn't look good. It didn't look fun. It looked fluid, and the world looked it interesting. But you're literally fighting <laughs> crime with shark, <laughs> shark king, 
and you're literally like just shooting guns it it was crazy mm-hmm. to me um yeah it it, it yeah, did not it did not the, go over well so i don't think they're going to the 2024 yeah, I don't, I don't think know. they're going to change anything about the game. They're just probably going yeah. to remove a lot of the microtransaction-looking stuff, the loot and stuff like that. It might be a little bit more streamlined, but I don't think yeah, they're going to change Yeah, I don't think it's going to change much, honestly. Yeah. I just think that they're going to work on the presentation of it because like, it, it was supposed to come out in, what, like a month and a half? Yes. And, like, bad marketing and bad press it would have killed this game. And so... With the at this point, what spring of next year is supposed to come out, so a whole mm-hmm. nother year to work on it. Then y'all can work on y'all advertisement uh, and presentation because it's like it's still gonna be a loot and like microtransaction filled game. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least if it doesn't feel like, like I said, with these games, you gotta fire on all cylinders. Like people gotta enjoy the story. The gameplay loop got to be there. The in-game loop got to be there. Mm. Microtransactions, y'all got to have them, sure. But what makes it interesting? Like, is the battle pass, like, a grind and all this extra stuff. So, hopefully, in a year, it will be ready. Because this game was supposed to come out, um, what? I think it was supposed to originally come out last year or something like that. But, yeah. Just keep working on it until you get it right, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. Keep working on it, people, because that game looked at atrocious, unfortunately, and we were all excited for it. We thought he was going to get some special, unique experience and to run around and be shooting at helicopters with guns. It's just not fun. So um, I really hope that they fix it and they make it better. I hope they truly understand because it looked like Gotham City Imposters, to be honest with you. I don't know if you remember that game, but it reminded me a little bit of that. And I was like, no. So, um, yeah, I, I really hope that they figure it out. And I, and I think presentation wise, as long as it looks good, I hope they don't try to go free to play. Oh God, please don't do that. Um, but as long as the presentation is kind of cleared up, um, and it's tough to, you know, show off your game like that. And they did it and yeah, they did not receive the, the, the type of compliments and, they didn't receive the reception they thought they were going to get with that game. The reception yeah, was confident. way was like, off. That whole state of play was all Gotham Knights. <laughs> yeah, they were confident. I mean, not even Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, they were super confident. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's a W for the for the delay. Something that Redfall can learn from. But um, it just feels like they're just holding off the inevitable. Hopefully the marketing is better and hopefully people can, you know, it's not fighting against final fantasy 16. It's not fighting against fine. It's not fighting against street fighter. It's not fighting against Zelda. Zelda. It can possibly live. Cause I think that was like the tester. They was like, is, is this something that people want? And they said, Heck, you know, that game will get buried, bro. Don't put it out. They say, you're right, you're right. We're going to put it out a year later. So, um, and they better hope Phantom Liberty don't. (laughs) I don't know when Phantom Liberty dropping. Is that supposed to be this year or next uh, for Cyberpunk? Uh, Probably next year or late this year, but I think they're supposed to show it off or like sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I can't wait. 
Um, but I wanted to segue into our path tracing moment with Cyberpunk. Um, path tracing was is something of it's like a superior ray tracing, um, and that's all I really know about it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't. I looked it up. I mean, I tried to look it up and I tried to get some explanations from Digital Foundry and IGN. I was like, okay, but what it sounded like to me is that it basically replaces all lighting in the game in general and only uses the sun and moon to light um and like the actual light sources of the game so truly there is no artistic light implementation in the game at all all of it is done through real-time shadows and mapping of the game and um it looks a lot better but it also provides a darker image so honestly, when I was flipping back and forth and I was watching the IAGN one, I was like, I kind of prefer the ray tracing one. And it actually can run on your account on your PC because the only way you can play this path tracing right now is to use DLSS3 and have like a 4090, 4080. Did mm-hmm. you try to run it? Oh no, I haven't. Um oh. I haven't tried it because when I played because I got a 3080 and I played mm-hmm. it with ray tracing. And it was um like medium ray tracing at sixty FPS and it ran okay, but with this, like I like I said, you gotta really push it and like have mm-hmm. a really good uh computer to do it. Yeah. So um but yeah, that's post- that's that's essentially the future. Like that is how we want to that is like where we want to be. We want to get to that type of lighting, that type of sequence because it does make everything look just look realer, like the, the realism of it just kind of shines through. Um, mm-hmm. And Cyberpunk is just a great city to be in anyway. So I thought it looked really good. And I guess my question is, do should gamers care about this light and techniques right now? Um, no, I would say no, because this is those 1% um uh, situations where it's it looks extremely good mm-hmm. but the game before it already looked extremely good with yeah. the technology that they had yes. and you don't need to push it uh to this point especially if you don't already have the hardware to do it like if you don't already have a 4080 and you don't already have the the specs in your computer to do it like it doesn't make any sense to do that for this one game because also there are not going to be any other games for for a while at least that also implement this uh, like this like when cyberpunk came out it was already like a cutting edge game and they've continuously been pushing ray tracing technology but there a lot of other games have not been doing that because like there uh, what was a recent story resident evil 2 and 3 uh, also had ray tracing and they removed it. <laughs> they removed it in the latest patch because it wasn't good. And oh, I, think I didn't know take that. Time. Yeah, uh, I think it was on um, your gamer that talked about it. it. Capcom never made a statement about it, and they haven't come out and said why they removed it. Maybe they're going to put it back and it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. But basically, the ray tracing implementation, it was weak. Like it, it didn't look that much better, and it made your machine run a lot worse, even on consoles. So they removed it, and maybe they're going to fix it. But anyways, all that to say, I think a lot of companies are going to take 
need a lot of time to reach that level that uh, CD Projekt Red has done. So I would say this is like end of generation, next generation stuff. Um, but it's nice to see in this game, and Cyberpunk keeps looking better and better. For me, I would say this is just good for screenshots. I'm not. Uh, I don't care about playing a game like this. <laughs> yeah. But the game is gonna look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I I just it's just like all the AI and all this stuff. I feel like all this stuff is gonna start to get faster and faster and faster. And it's just going to be artificial intelligence. Like all of this stuff is going to start to become because like that is because they were talking about how the um, how how the like the, the actual workflow of like ray tracing something or path tracing something and how AI was going to help accelerate that to kind of get the ghosting effects and um, mm-hmm. the the stutter or not stutter, but ghosting effects. And everything out of the images is because that is going to be in, it's kind of going to be handed off to AI to kind of uh, determine the best steals and all that stuff to use at the moment and when to shut it off or shut it on to kind of mm-hmm. to allow for images not to ghost. So um, it's just a lot of stuff, man. And I feel like this stuff is going to be just accelerated and it's actually not going to require hard, like really, really um powerful hardware which is really important to nvidia because they want everybody to use their cards and they want this stuff to be scalable and they want this stuff to be able to just be push up a button and now you got path tracing in your game because that is yeah. how they want to keep people you know invested in their side of in the, the NVIDIA business brand. yeah <laughs> brand, which so. is which is good because like that will eventually make even though it's not nvidia because what the steam deck is a uh, amd right Yes. Overall, like with these improvements, um, it'll get better over time for everybody. So you'll get better games on your handheld consoles or your low spec consoles as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's cool. Um, and with ray tracing, like a lot of that stuff has already existed. Like you could have a game that looked this good, but performance wise, it would never run that well or it would require a whole bunch of optimization. Because, like you said, with Ray tracing, like it uses so much CPU and GPU power that there's artifacting um, in the image still. Uh, so, with the AI to smooth that over, it will get a lot better and you will start to see that stuff on lower spec machines. Um, I think this is a cool, I, I would still call it a benchmark. Even though you can play the whole game like this, it's a benchmark and to see what's possible. Personally, I don't see it happening in other games until next generation yeah well i know that it's it's been a i know that with these types of these like these upgrades and all of this usefulness it just it just tells me to wait on buying any type of hardware right now like i really don't Mm want to buy i want to buy a 4090 but at the same Mm -hmm. time i want to wait to the next generation um and i want to continue oh, yeah. i want to wait to make sure that i am jumping in at the right moment because honestly yeah the way these games are going and these consoles and all this stuff coming to pc um i like my steam deck there's a lot of value in 
purchasing like some of these games and you doing you going through Steam because I I finally found like an OS that I enjoy a operating mm-hmm. system that I enjoy on the PC and at a Steam OS and I can't wait for like all that stuff to be able to like Steam OS in my opinion is single-handedly f- helping me get comfortable with PC gaming so um yeah. Yeah, I just feel like that is something I'm starting to feel comfortable with, more comfortable with. So, um, yeah, when this type of technology comes out, I want to be able to test it and look at it and see it. And, um, I value that part of it. So I want to wait until the right time to jump in because I just think these advancements are going to get faster and faster and faster. So in three years or two years or uh, three years from now, I think we're going to be at a spot where the AI assistance has finally caught up with the with the hardware and the hardware is probably going to start to become less important and more of the software is going to become even more important than it already is so um, so we'll see um, but that is our show um, anything else before we get a body here anything you want to say to the people uh, before we go Um, yeah, no, I don't have anything else. We talked about a lot. Um, you know, next week we're gonna be back. Jalen gonna tell us all about Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, how he beat it. Um, don't forget the, the section. Hey, Make sure up. you get the true ending, Jalen. Don't mess it up. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll be telling y'all about how Resident Evil Four was a letdown. It's like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boys. Don't 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 disrespect Resident Evil 4. Oh, Resident Evil 4 is going to change your life. That's going to be your favorite game. uh, I wish Jalen a happy birthday. Uh, Oh, yeah. In between the two podcasts, his birthday is going to come up. So uh, we want to see some donations coming in. Help them. Donation, donation, donations. Get him some more shoes. (laughs) Shoe man. Shoe man. Category. Is it? Hey, I ain't I ain't bought a pair. Well, actually, but um, and he always said I ain't bought a pair since uh, yeah. last week. <laughs> I don't need a sound like that. I ain't had the voice, and that was a perfect Jalen impression. on the whim, but I'm I'm gonna send them back, so that don't count. So really, I buy my shoes. Here we go. No, he's trying to hear y'all. He always come with the technicalities. <laughs> Don't worry, man. Just don't be out there on your drama rant. That's all you need to worry about. Just get your section, have your good time. Uh, don't, 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 don't hold the blicky up to the camera. You know, you stay safe. Uh, don't be broke, boy. <laughs> don't be broke, boys. That's right. Uh, but all right, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening. As always, we appreciate it if you enjoyed the content. Obviously. Um, Leave us a like, leave us a happy, smiley face comment, whatever you want to do. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And if you, especially if you got to this part, you're the real OG. Uh, but yeah, we're going to get out of here and write down some more topics for next time. But thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next week. Peace.